Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. My voice apparently doesn't want to work. I haven't used it in about an hour and a half. It snuck up on me, even though I talked about it a couple of days ago, how the lectionary just drops. It just drops. There's three more chapters of Judges, and it drops all of them. And I said I'd have decisions to make, and I didn't know what I was going to do, and I've left it kind of at that in my brain, like, oh yeah, I've got decisions to make, and here the moment is, and I hadn't made any decisions. So, more because of a difficult night with my oldest son than anything else, I'm going to read this psalm, one of the psalms that would have been appointed for morning prayer this morning, 131, because it's short and because it is just not me at all, at least not the first verse. So with that as an intro, I invite you to pause for a minute, take your shoes off, and let's read this psalm together three times, and look to hear our own voices and maybe even the voice of God in these ancient, beautiful words. O Lord, I am not proud. I have no haughty looks. I do not occupy myself with great matters or with things that are too hard for me. But I still my soul and make it quiet like a child upon its mother's breast. My soul is quieted within me. O Israel, wait upon the Lord from this time forth forevermore. What word or phrase sticks out to you? For me, it's I am not proud. I have no haughty looks. I do not occupy myself with great matters. I still my soul and make it quiet. As I read this second time, I'm going to read in in the way of many monastic traditions and how we read it together at morning prayer in my seminary days, which is to take a pause at the asterisk, which you can't see, but I can, which is kind of halfway through each verse. I remember I did that the last time that I read a psalm on this podcast, but I didn't explain it or talk about it. So there you go. O Lord, I am not proud. I have no haughty looks. I do not occupy myself with great matters or with things that are too hard for me. 
But I still my stole and make it quiet, like a child upon its mother's breast. My soul is quieted within me. O Israel, wait upon the Lord. From this time forth forevermore. Where do you see God in this passage? I did some writing for Advent a couple of Advents ago where I would just give myself 15 minutes to write about the Advent theme, at least the positive Advent theme, the Advent themes as we kind of use them now, hope, joy, peace, love. Give myself 15 minutes a day to just kind of type on that theme. And someone pointed out to me that when I wrote about peace, I wrote about not peace. For joy, I wrote about joy and things that give me joy. For hope, I wrote about hope and things that give me hope. For love, I wrote about love and things that give me love. For peace, I wrote about the things that steal my peace away from me the obstacles and challenges I have to finding peace. And the person who pointed that out said to me, well, you spend so much energy creating and making peace for others. I wondered what you were going to have to say about that for yourself. I'm an Enneagram 9, which has several titles, but one of which is The Peacemaker. I numb my own desires and feelings to not feel anything to create peace to experience no conflict internally or externally and so i guess it's with all of that kind of in mind in the background that i notice I still my soul and make it quiet like a child upon its mother's breast. My soul is quieted within me. And I just thought of any of my three children who I've watched nurse day in and day out. It seems like someone has been nursing going on six years now, six and a half years. There's a short period of time where my middle, my daughter, quit nursing before my youngest was born, but seen a lot of nursing happen. And nursing isn't always quiet. It's not always peaceful. Sometimes it's wiggly and rambunctious. Sometimes it's frustrated and angry. Sometimes it's sad. And I guess our souls are like that too. I think in my nineness and my wanting to not feel conflict, I think of quietness, I think of peace as hmm, stillness, but maybe emptiness, but maybe this is why meditation is hard for me because for a long time I was taught or I was told or what I picked up was that in meditating you were supposed to make yourself empty. 
and it's been good for me to read Pima Chodron's When Things Fall Apart, where she talks about and teaches, you just train yourself to notice your thinking. And when you see yourself thinking, you say thinking. And you move on to some other thinking where you notice yourself thinking and you say thinking. And meditation is about observing your thoughts. Because I think that as I see this passage and reflect on it in this way, your soul can be quiet and angry. Your soul can be quiet and sad. Your soul can be quiet and happy. Your soul can be quiet. Your soul can be peaceful and sad or peaceful and angry or peaceful and gentle or peaceful and joyful. Or I think... The goal is peace, and so not to feel any of those things, and so I shut my feelings down. I still my soul and make it quiet like a child upon its mother's breast. I was reading an article that a an acquaintance, I guess, from my college posted about why she never chose to let any of her kids cry it out at night or to do any kind of sleep training, but just co-sleep or stay up with them. Or maybe it was an Instagram, one of the Instagram parenting accounts I follow. I'm not sure. And, um, It said something about how when your child has quieted down, their nervous system may still be elevated for minutes, sometimes several minutes, long minutes, even after they're quiet. And so if you're setting them down just because they're quiet, they're not going back to sleep because their whole nervous system is elevated. They need more time just because they're nursing and they're quieted doesn't mean that they're calm on the inside. What looks like peace may not actually be peace, but maybe still conflict, still recovery from conflict, from fear, from fright, from anger, from rage, from disappointment, from neglect, from confusion. The world is hard, friends. It's hard to be a baby. It's hard to be a toddler. It's hard to be a child. It's hard to be an adult. The world is hard. And we need more places to be quiet. I put my hammock up on my hammock straps again today, but I was in it for all of maybe 10 seconds before my oldest came out screaming that my... I guess my youngest, that his brother had taken something away from him, and I had to jump down to make sure that he wasn't going to hurt his younger brother to take it back. It was that kind of day. And so in this, I guess, tomorrow, my commitment, so section two early, but is to find a way to make my soul quiet, to feel whatever it's feeling, and to give it time and space and rest, to spend 20 minutes in my hammock without my phone, just to be there, just to be.
for my soul to quiet within me. O Lord, I am not proud. I have no haughty looks. I do not occupy myself with great matters or with things that are too hard for me. But I still my soul and make it quiet like a child upon its mother's breast. My soul is quieted within me. O Israel, wait upon the Lord from this time forth forevermore. What can you imagine yourself doing or being because you've read and reflected on this passage? Having already shared that I want to spend 20 quiet minutes in my hammock tomorrow, I invite you to think about what quiets your soul. And can you spend 20 minutes tomorrow doing just that? Oh, I almost skipped our collect. Almighty God, you have given your only son to be for us a sacrifice of sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace to receive thankfully the fruits of his redeeming work and to follow daily in the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours. Hope that your soul may be quiet and joy that it will be, or even that it is. For you have within you and within your soul the light of God, the light of the world, which you are always.